0: Hello Cody.
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Where are you yeah. from? What do you care about?
1: <laughs> well, I'm from originally I'm from Bendigo. Yeah. Um, but I now live in St Kilda. In Australia. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm from Australia. Yeah. 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 Um and what I care about is like, I mean, to put it completely simple in very simple terms, is love. Like Good. that is that is the premise of what I base everything. In my life, on
0: and why? How did you come about that finding, or what made you feel like that? How old were you?
1: Um, well, it all started. I guess it, 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 I really started ex, um, diving more into the concept of love. Um, I've always been a romantic, anyway, and it's not mm-hmm. even. I'm not when I talk talk about love. I'm not talking about uh, just romantic love. It's platonic. It's just love on all levels, mm-hmm. and. Um, I've always struggled with depression, like uh, up until like early last last year, and it just got to a point, I suppose, where um, I I was sick of being miserable, and then I got to a point too where I was so sick of seeing how mean everyone is to each other and how much mm. pain and suffering is in the world, and um, you know, I just sort of came to the realization that you know, no one is really operating from a place of love because we all lack the love for ourselves and as long as we lack the love within our own mm-hmm. being, we're never going to be able to provide anybody with um, true unconditional love because I, what I sort of discovered is that most people, well, I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people, um, you know, are going about their relationships um, based on like a codependent need of validation or something mm-hmm. from the other person and... Um, Something spawned and, of fear probably. Yes, it's, it's exactly. It's all um, you know, I feel like definitely codependent behaviors are always like the result of particular events that happen in our lives, you know. Like for example, I was incredibly codependent when uh before all this began and I sort of the deeper I started healing like, and sort of learning to love myself more, the more I realised that my codependent behaviour stemmed from things in my childhood and those behaviours, like, carried on unconsciously into my adult life. And so the whole process, I guess, of me, like what I've been really working on over the past year and a half is to get to a point of... Really loving myself and and healing the the causes of what made me mm. codependent, mm. and in doing so, because I I'm a big believer that our our perceivable reality is a direct reflection of what is happening in our internal world, and yeah. so obviously, so you, know, you
0: perceive what you perceive and what you see in the world is is tainted or, like, coloured yes. by how you feel about yourself. Exactly. You mean? Yeah. yeah,
1: well, I think that, you know, if, if you're um, a depressed person, it's really – it's you see the world quite bleakly. And I feel – and if you're harbouring, I guess, more of a a loving um, sensation within your your body, the world – you perceive the world as amazing. It's what I you're mean, exporting. Yeah, and because, like, you know, for for example, now – I mean, it's taken a lot of work for me to get to that point and it's a lot of healing and you, it's all about being authentic and honest with yourself, which I mm. feel like a lot mm. of people don't really like to do because, mm. you know, in order to heal these unconscious behavioural patterns, you have to be honest with yourself and admit, yeah, I am seeking validation from other people.
0: Mm. Yeah. Is, that, is that what you... Is that what was hard for you about doing it originally?
1: Yeah, it's 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 really hard to, like, because I feel like to become, to have complete unconditional self-love for, for yourself, you need to be really auth- authentic and mm. um, that means, obviously, addressing, like, your darkness, like the ugly sides of yourself. And, I mean, mm. I'm, mm. you know, the more I started to look at how I'd been conducting my life, the more I saw that, you know, a lot of the things that I mean I've never been a really really unkind mean vindictive person but I mean going around like you know I feel like everyone does it you know you'll talk behind people's backs or what or whatnot and it's just it's so ingenuine and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to shift my I just wanted to I knew that there was so much I wanted to change in the world but Mm -hmm. I knew that the only way that I could make a tangible difference was to change myself first because when you lead by example, it's kind of like a domino effect and other people, it's just that energy that you exude, uh, is just, it's, um, captivating and Mm, it inspires mm, people. mm. And so I guess I just wanted to strip myself back and be the most authentic person that I could be.
0: Wonderful. So you could feel happy about Everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And just live with integrity. And, so yeah. me, and by that, I mean, like, you know, just be completely honest all the time. I just sort of started that by, you know, if you don't want to hang out with someone one night, for example, mm. um, a lot of the times we'll be like, we'll make up some lame, stupid excuse that's just a, a white lie. But I feel like even white lies, it's still like... It's not authentic. So mm. I just started by, you know, if someone, if I do not want to hang out with someone, when I was just honest with them, I'd be like, mm. look, I don't want to hang out because I want to read my book in bed. I don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, no. and I feel like when you do that, people r- respect you more because yeah. they can sense th- that you're genuine yeah. and they can trust you.
0: Yeah. And you can get to it. And that also takes on your part an ability to get to the root of why you don't because I don't think there's a even even it's it doesn't suffice to do that it 's because i don't like you it's it needs to be difficult it's, 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 you make me feel this yeah. or there's something that's it um always
1: th- there's right. something that 's yeah.
0: always richer under even what you might feel would just be a not nice thing to say to someone you know mm-hmm. and I think that like striving for that authenticity and connection with people and friendships and new people is what you kind of want to do? You want to? I feel like we want to be leaning towards a place in our relationships, which is one of it, leaning into the discomfort, leaning into um, the the deeper thing that's going on.
1: Exactly, because I feel like I feel like um, you know a lot of people don't really allow themselves to be completely vulnerable because mm. we've all been hurt. Mm. Like you know, be be that hurt um, started from like a breakup that you had when you were sixteen, or if you're You know, you were abused as a child. Like it's just, we've all got these blockages within our bodies that Mm. sort of shuts us off from allowing love in, Mm. and that's, I guess, what um, I'm like in what I explore in my podcast and stuff is I want to try and, um, well, it's just more showing my process on how I'm stripping down those walls and allowing myself to be. More vulnerable, and right. that there's beauty in sadness. There's beauty in sensitivity. Because for the longest time, I perceived my sensitivity as a weakness yeah. when sensitivity is such a, a powerful thing. And if we all got more in line with that, yeah. then I think we'd see some substantial change in the world.
0: So, so yeah, I love it. I love yeah. what you're saying. I feel like we've do- dove right into it. And I forget to say that we haven't said to anyone yet, but we only, we just met just then, and it was our mutual friend Scotty that said, hey, you guys should hang out you, just if, if for whatever reason you felt it. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, let's get jump on a podcast. And you just said you also do a podcast, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, which
1: is, uh, yeah, that's um, why the whole events, I guess, of this meeting is really it was
0: cool. Really, it was really, fun. really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your, um, I mean, like you haven't obviously for just for starters, you haven't really got a problem meeting someone straight away and being completely real with them. Obviously, no. we're in yeah. a scenario where it's a bit different to normal life where mm-hmm. we're recording this conversation. But I feel like that's only a a small percentage because it's just, I mean, that's just a really a kind of a motivation to capture this Mm -hmm. um, more than it is about the essence of what we're connecting over. Um, Because I feel like you and I, just judging from you, are the kind of spirits that are very open to new people and whatever they may bring.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: And you um, are definitely letting yourself bare right now. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, like, I'm I'm interested in your view on things. Like, what's your view on, like, since we started talking about love, Mm -hmm. what, Why, what do you think love is in its bare bone essence? Do you think it's the source of life or do you think it's a function within life or it's just to go real cosmic spiritual for a moment? I
1: I think love just is like, I think that, I I feel like it, yeah, I I feel like love is the source of life because I a hundred percent believe in. I mean, I never like to throw the term around God because I feel like it's become, incre- like, I mean, in our society... Yeah, th-
0: it's come spoiled, y- yeah, definitely. Yeah, you
1: say the word God and you think man with a beard sitting in the sky. Yeah. But to me, um, God is just, like, energy. It's just... And it's an omnipresent energy, it's creation, and, um, and I think that that energy at its, like, core is pure, unconditional love. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's what that's what I think that like mm, that's interesting. It's just it's like utter bliss.
0: <laughs> I like that. I, I've I've only I only had a little. Uh, I I feel I've started to feel a little bit different about it. Yesterday in group meditation, I had this kind of revelation about love, just in terms of my own direct experience with like with it. Mm-hmm. I feel love is a function of or, or the process of witnessing other and. Oh, sorry, another sorry, another wave, let me put it a bit. it 's I feel like all existence is just a big ocean, and the waves are the uh, creations you yeah. know, and when one creation, one wave meets another wave and witnesses or acknowledges or comes together with another wave mm-hmm. i e you and i mm-hmm. there's a there 's a process of uni- unity going on where you 're acknowledging and seeing each other truly, and I feel like that 's where the process of love is love is the Coming together with another, but ultimately we are all the same. And when you dip down into that deep space, particularly in meditation or on DMT or whatever else, however mm-hmm. you access the higher states of consciousness, mm-hmm. um I, I personally and have realized or have come to an experience of it not actually being love at the deepest baseline, it's actually just this peacefulness and all seeing awareness, <laughs> and then from that manifests um, all things, and so that, that's what I, I deem to be God. Is everything?
1: Like I really like that um, that sort of analogy that you used to describe it to, and I hundred percent agree. I was reading this metaphysical book a couple of nights ago, actually, and it was just sort of also. It was like, well, you know, you look at a table, for example. Well, if you were to strip away. All the properties of that table, like its color, its texture, its smell. If you were to strip all those away, what would you be left with? And mm. and that's nothing. That's just that's it's just it just is. It's mm. just complete and utter awareness, which is like that. I guess it's you know enlightenment. There, that's mm. what we all are. We are just at our very core. Nothing, if yeah. that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just, we're all just these, this. But you mean
0: on like a quantum level, we're yeah, just vibration or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Things, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: and I just feel like, well, what we're, um, this reality that we're like, what we're doing right now, living, is just highly
0: complex, w- intelligent yeah. manifestation of all those nothingness. It's com- just
1: creation witnessing itself. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So and, that's the Vader world worldview as well. That. Mm-hmm essentially the Adam and Eve story is just, uh, and there's many other stories in particularly a lot of religions that point to a signpost towards it. But essentially the idea is that creation, you know, consciousness got bored and it wanted to witness itself. Mm-hmm. So it's it created ignorance in order for it to, to create such as a human being where we can choose with our will between ignoring what we are mm-hmm. and, igno- and seeing what we are. And I- ignoring is just igno- ignoring that we are, we are all one. Yeah. Um, but unity, like, that—is unity consciousness didn't, it needed to do something. It was this natural step of evolution. So Eve, grabbing the apple, was actually, after God saw her do it, she was like, yeah, cool, that's the next step for us. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, now you can do this, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to this... Um, Grip that a lot of religion tends to have on good and bad. It's not. It's not really done with wisdom and um, seeing the bigger picture or experiencing the bigger picture. And I think that can only that awakening or all that realization. I I love seeing the common threads in people that experience it mm-hmm. from an objective point of view, you know, and have a direct experience of it, and it's all the same. But there's the religion and the atheists and all these other. Uh, Perspectives that are either push it out or grab it all completely, but either way it's full on clingy or it's it's kind of this grabbing onto thing and any, and one thing I've noticed for anyone that is wise is like if scientists spiritual people or anything they they're just they're peacefully all all seeing and they've got this energy about them that's completely humble mm-hmm. and Yeah, and most of them always acknowledge this billion amount of things that I don't know. So they don't grip to this idea or ideology and it's forever evolving.
1: That's it. I agree with that as well because I feel like in order to maintain... like a genuine peace within your being, you need to always have that element of uh, detachment towards everything in life. So, I mean, obviously people people, like invest themselves in religions, people invest themselves in relationships, people invest themselves in this, people invest themselves in that. Um, But the reality is that, you know, um, permanence is like an illusion. So then whenever these things that people invest themselves so heavily into, whenever something disrupts that Mm. – that's when when people sen- tend to get you know in get really down and mm, sad because mm. they're so um attached mm. to the w- way of
0: yeah and the mind and our, us you know we're very complex beings so for me when i got really chronically depressed it was this uh, uh, total rewiring and the biochemistry in my brain was completely out of balance and when i came to realize that I was like, all right, this is going to be a long road out, but I can do it, and it's this way. I.e., it's eating well, it's meditating every day without question, it's um, exercising, um, and and it's mostly just patience and knowing that this will change with in a long time.
1: Exactly, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's all all this. Uh, I guess the the way to. Um Cultivating that self-love within yourself it requires mm. discipline, mm. and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is because they're not willing to make the sacrifices that are needed um, uh, to to achieve the, this level of inner peace. Like you know, yeah. if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I suppose it is a discipline, but like I, that's always clashed to me because I got a Christian and I don't like doing things unless I really want to do them. Like for me, if that makes sense. So for mm-hmm. example, I, and I might be misinterpreting what you say, but this is my interpretation or how it made me feel is that um, I really want to, I really want to see clearer mm-hmm. and I really want to see, pe- see people and their behavior and see the truth in it. And, um, and, and same for myself. And so that, that thirst for, or hunger for truth is what kind of, quote unquote disciplines me but it doesn't feel like yeah. a discipline it doesn't feel like I'm sacrificing any yeah. thing it feels like this is all I want
1: yeah the, um, th- that's but, also I, I definitely a- agree with that yeah. standpoint as well because it gets to evolve because I'm I'm the exact same to me it's not you know I could sit. because I mean a lot of people um, have just said to me they're like oh I, do, I don't like I don't know how you I don't know how you're vegan I don't know how you're this I don't know how like you're that but I mean this is just it's just my my way of being like it, it's sort of what gives me, me me seeking my own personal inner truth is what gives me purpose in life mm. and so um yeah that's what mm. i just think everybody uh should be encouraged to do is to seek their own seek personal their own. truth yeah because that's the, the the biggest problem i feel too is that we're trying we're always we're trying constantly, to change others <laughs> always constantly trying to impose our our own truths yeah. on each other when we're all the Products of completely different experiences, yeah. completely different environments, and that's
0: beautiful. Yeah, that diversity is like exactly. But I like, for example, the, the where that rubber hits the road in the highway for me is with my parents who are very strongly Christian, mm-hmm. and I feel like I want a deep level of relationship. I used to have with, with them when I was Christian and we had the same beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's taken years, and still, like, I'm adjusting to not, I guess, missing that and wanting a feeling like I, I know inside we can still have it again, but. Um doing what I can in a way that 's not operating from pain and that 's operating from um i am you and we 're mm. the one, but you know that 's a really hard pattern to break, particularly when it feels so like you're other you're um you 're not christian
1: yeah
0: um you don't have our beliefs, therefore we can 't commune with you on the on all levels yeah um and like in terms of you know, just talking, sharing our lives vulnerably in a deep way—that's coming in union. That's in a, in a in a space of non-judgment. That's in a space of all acceptance and and just listening and hearing and giving of self in that way, which I feel is quite is unconditional.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. I just, I think too, though, like because we um we. I feel like as a a generalization too, is that people, um, it's really hard for people to fall into that um, um, feeling of providing other people unconditional love because Mm. I think... They don't
0: unconditionally love
1: themselves. Yeah, that and because it's just um, everyone, like we we just live in a a society of victimhood. Everyone wants to play the blame game. Like I'm feeling this way because this person did that. Like, you know, there's a lot of, um, Mm. you know, I feel like, Movements that uh, you know are like, oh no, but you know, I feel like things like feminism. Like, I mean, I I, mm. I, I want equality. I, I'm a woman, of course. Like, mm. but I feel like sometimes these sort of um, movements sp- spurt off into their own little uh, l- wars against, yeah, I mean, yeah, wars against each other, which is it's yeah. kind of contributes to the exact thing that they're trying to eradicate. You can't mm. preach for equality and then undermine, like, a completely other, like, part. <laughs> yeah, I know, it just, it, it just doesn't really make yeah. sense to me. And so um, – but I think it's just because people like to blame other people for how they're feeling yes. because they –
0: They're not taking responsibility. Yeah,
1: yeah. and that's – the reality is, regardless of what has happened to you, you and you alone are the only person that's responsible for yeah. how you react to that and how that's going to make you feel. And that was one of the hardest things that I had to come to terms with because I had – a lot of anger towards um, my upbringing, yeah. so my parents and a, lo- a lot of other people in my life. And um, it's been a really long journey getting to a point of pulling myself out of that, that victim mentality and just understanding that, you know, uh, my upbringing, my parents were sort of... They're raising me based on the knowledge that they knew Mm. and the experiences that they had. So I can't expect like, you you know, Mm, I feel mm. like no one has
0: But not to blame. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so when I sort of came to that realization, it allowed um, forgiveness to be a lot easier because that compassion came because I was like, I could see that um, even though some hurtful things happened to me growing up, I can see that. The reason, why pe- the reason why people hurt other people is because they're hurting themselves. Mm. And when I was able to see that and understand that, um, I felt love and forgiveness. And I think that's what more people need to shift into is awesome. seeing that, you and know... that's a
0: very selfless position to put yourself yeah.
1: in. Yeah. And, and, and trust me, like, oh my gosh, it's, was, it's not something that happens overnight because, yeah. you know, when, especially a lot of the, the pain and uh, our pain and suffering, so much of it is subconscious. Yeah. So... You know, you sort of have to heal layer by layer by layer.
0: Um, And how did you start tackling that or or confront it?
1: For me, I really... The way that I started is I had to distance myself completely from anybody that I felt like was um, not sort of supporting me on this, like respecting my boundaries because Mm. my biggest problem is I I overgive. Like Mm. I'm like, here, have all of me and I I never really... Um, get in return what I give, so I'm always left mm. feeling. And I felt like I, the reason why I gave so much is because I was just wanting that validation, validation, right. validation. That's yeah. Because um, I didn't, I wasn't really. I was quite. So you
0: kind of, when you say overgive, it's actually not necessarily then a given act, is it? Then if you doing yeah, it, it wasn't. In, yeah, in and that's the thing. Yeah, it,
1: and that's the thing. That's yeah. what I was. I would. Um, do these things to get validation from other people because that was like this like um, subconscious behavioral pattern that was like entrenched in me Mm. that Mm. I needed to, in order to get love, I needed to, you know, do like overextend myself. Yeah. I can Um, totally relate to that. (laughs) And yeah. And so I just, I guess what I need, the way that I started sort of healing it was just, I really started putting up the boundaries and started saying, no, like, and just...
0: Creating a space for you to process it and find it?
1: Yeah, essentially, well, I needed to um, just cut out any of the the people that weren't contributing to my life in a positive way, Mm -hmm. and I just did that by, you know, if my interactions with these people made me feel more crap than they did good, then I thought, you know, I think that's just best that I just distance myself Mm -hmm. from that for a while while I have some time to heal. And, I mean, it's been... Um, I started getting doing this really intensely, like early last year, mm. and i haven 't seen my mum in a really long time because mm. i she was just I love my mum to bits, but i had to uh, I had to sort of walk away from her for a little bit mm. until I was strong enough to one forgive her and uh, you know so we could so that when we eventually did come back together. There wasn't that resentment. There wasn't that bitterness. Mm. I could just come back, and it could just be an understanding, loving relationship mm. on my end, at least. Like, I mean, I can't control mm. how she approaches anything, but it, that's what I needed to do in order to be fulfilled and at peace in in myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. I can see that. Like, I can relate to that as well. <laughs> like mm. with my own relationship with my family, and I love how you. It, it makes me feel good knowing that you're doing. That's your process as well, because it was mine. Mm. To, I feel like, and and it's been spoken about before, obviously. But um, the one when, when you have distance, it allows you to see it much clearer, and and process what is yours to own and take responsibility. I found when I gra- created distance with my family, I I had an, a bit of an epiphany that I'm creating my own pain echo chamber mm-hmm. here. It's not them. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. th- they're behaving how they are behaving. Completely separate. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, op, I'm responding how I'm responding, and that's my responsibility. And I feel like taking responsibility is just so important for me in my growth, in my evolution, and in my spiritual journey, my journey in life in general. If, as soon as I start taking responsibility, and that's why I'm noticing with these. Like I had a bit of a dark week last week, which was just just low, like I feel like I'm in cycle of the moon, like women Mm -hmm. are monthly cycle, (laughs) my songs are the moon, every, every full moon and then transition to the new moon. I'm always feeling a bit like, whoa. And only this one, I've only felt it for like the last six months and only this one, like the last few days I've gone, this is actually a breakthrough process. I'm breaking through something. So next time it comes up and I'm seeing it now, like this is something I need to shift through, you know, like I need to, it's not a bad thing. I'm not just getting low, and I, I've got to feel low, and I've got to experience low feelings, and that shit. What a bummer! Yeah. <laughs> those low things are, are breakthrough moments. There. That,
1: that's what, like, I hundred. I I think that the um, what I've really learned over this uh, period of time of of, of it's been uh, the most beautiful time of my life, but at the same time the most dark. And mm. what I've really learned is that in those times of darkness how to fall in love with my suffering and my sadness because, you know, that's, it's in that place of darkness that that's you the most growth can be achieved. Mm. It's through mm. pain and suffering that we grow the most. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think people, um, evolve dramatically in terms of consciousness by living an easy life. You know, mm. it's, You've got to get down in the dirt and then grow from that. Mm. It's just, I guess it's a constant, I feel like life is just a constant cycle of death and rebirth of, of ourselves. Like we're constantly mm. killing off old parts of ourselves mm. to birth new parts of ourselves. Mm. But in that, before that, integ- like in the integration period, I suppose of that is mm. usually a mm. bit of a lull of darkness. Totally. And then but the re- like we live in a reality that's based on duality. So, you know, without light, they can't be dark, vice versa. Yeah. So you know it's unrealistic for us to be in states of bliss all the time. Because yeah. if we were in a state of bliss all the time, we wouldn't even know what we'll happiness be, was. It yeah, was. Yeah. It's because that's all we would know. Yeah,
0: and that's where we've come from. That's where. Like we, Going back to what we were saying before, that's where the source of life, it came from that place of where there was only unity. Yeah, exactly. And it needed to yeah. bang, explode, create, yeah. manifest.
1: Exactly. Because yeah, the way that you just said it then is that we are at a, at a very essence. It's all just one. This is this du- dualistic reality is just an illusion mm. for us to experience and, and for our souls to grow. Mm.
0: Um, I, don't, was it, I wouldn't agree it's an illusion. I feel like it's real but like it's it's the next what, what do you mean by that an illusion. an illusion
1: yeah um i I just think that my sort of view on what is uh happening right now like my life view is yeah. I just feel like uh that what we're undergoing right now is kind of just like a big game. Like we're right. just like entering into a big video game to um, grow soulfully because I'm um, super into, uh, this is when it gets like <laughs> woo, deep, yeah, yeah. but I'm really into, I guess, um, the different dimensional levels of consciousness and, and such. And so like obviously there's a the physical realm, astral realm, the fifth dimension you've, have you heard, mm. you've yeah, I've heard, heard bits of and pieces yeah. I've heard different stories. And so it. like, um, for, for me, I just think that we, well, I've had some pretty crazy experiences during meditation of like when I've became the awareness at, outside of my ego. So, mm. um, when I was, when that happened and I realized that, well, like if I'm not Cody, then. Who am I? Mm. It kind of just, you know, and I also really believe in reincarnation as well. So mm. I just feel like um, my spirit has had many bodies over many lifetimes. Mm. I, th- I feel like the purpose of what we're doing is to um, just grow soulfully and go, grow, grow in love, like mm. go more. Um, it's all a process, I suppose, of going back to that oneness that. Um, you know, in going back to God, if you want to attach some cheesy spiritual, mm. like, no, well, everyone can call yeah. it what they want, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. That's well, that's just, yeah, my sort of worldview on what mm. the purpose of us um, being alive is because mm. I mean, you know, no one sort of chose to be here, it's just like we were just birthed into this world. Mm. I mean, I just I can't, um, I, it just doesn't sit well with me thinking that. It's just some random occurrence, I suppose. Yeah.
0: But in a, allu- it's an illusion in comparison to the unified field of consciousness, yeah. which is absolutely everything. Yeah,
1: that—that's basically is. yes, what I was trying yeah. to um, insinuate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, because I feel like it's actually it's very real in the sense that it's what we're re- we're receiving, mm-hmm. you know, and it's what we're perceiving. Sorry, not receiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, in that sense, it's yeah, it's an illusion, but it's. Probably more, uh, I don't know, illusion for, for me has connotations of it's not real, I mm-hmm. suppose. That's why I, I question that word. But then but then again, like at the end of the day, we're just using different languages and kind of mm-hmm. just exploring and finessing what it is that we're relating to one another about. Yeah. And language is just really sign point, sign pointers to go to.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like language, human language, and I feel like even the, the human mind isn't, isn't even Capable of comprehending uh, awareness itself, like mm, awareness no. can't no. understand awareness. <laughs> yeah. So it's just we're all just throwing out sort of um, terms <laughs> I'm stab to yeah, trying to, understand, yeah, what the trying to is. understand. And I don't they don't think we're no one. We never will because yeah. that's the you know because it's awareness trying to understand itself. But I mean, yeah. it's fun to try. Yeah. It's fun to try and figure it out. <laughs> Who knows. Maybe one day we'll all get it, but yeah. um, in the interim, I just like, I just think that the the meaning of life is to come here and and be of service to others in in like just be a good person and love others and mm. um, help you
0: know, help. Our world. It feels like you care about helping our world shift to a place of operating off the foundation of love as yes, opposed to fear.
1: Exactly. Cuz I read this quote the other day and it really like hit me. It was like we kill people who kill people to show people that killing people is wrong. And <laughs> it's like it's so ridiculous yeah, there's a because, lot of twisted
0: shit that yeah, you can put up in like that. Yeah.
1: And you you know You've got to think like things like war, both sides think that they're fighting for their truth. They're both, no one's ever going to meet a compromise. There's no benefit in, in killing innocent people. And it's just, it's so um, sad, just, you know, the amount of hate that's happening in the world at the moment It's very disheartening. And I just feel like, you know, we live in a, a society, especially in the Western world that you know, perpetuates this culture of lack and makes people feel inadequate and powerless because it's profitable to have people feeling like shit all the time. Mm, mm. Um, And I just, that's what I really wanted to change in the world. And I knew that in order for me to actually be able to start changing that, I needed to change my own view on that because my self-worth was like nothing Mm. and you know, I knew knew that I needed to build my confidence up in Mm. order to sort of help other people out with me. Mm. Because I also, a couple of nights ago, um, heard this great quote. It said, if you want to help poor people, then don't be one. And that's, um, Mm. you know, I guess the same with like unconditional love. Like if you want to provide unconditional, I mean, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, it depends what you define by help. Like you could, Help that you don't. I don't think anyone needs money to give the richest thing one can give, which oh, is of themselves. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that, that what's more. But like, you mean
0: on bigger scale. Like, what do you mean by that? Help, helping poor people?
1: No, no, oh no, that was just a, that was just a quote to sort of ex, just to say that you can't you can't help people that are in a state of lack if you're in a state of lack yourself. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's kind of what yeah, gotcha. that quote made me. Feel. Oh, gotcha. Yeah yeah. 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 I think that I I I feel like what is the most meaningful uh, thing in life is to sit down and actually give somebody your attention, your presence, hold space for them, and. Be genuine with Mm, it and mm. authentic with it because, Mm. I mean, you know, nothing frustrates me more than if I'm hanging out with friends and I'm trying to have a conversation with them and, you you know, they're on their phone sort of, oh, yep, 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 yep. You just Mm. know they're not listening and I think Mm. there's nothing more meaningful than just sitting with somebody and actually just showing that you care, Mm. like, what they have to say. Mm. I think that's so much more rewarding than any amount of money you could throw at somebody. Mm. Like it's so easy to just throw a $5 note at a homeless person. Mm. What's hard is sitting down and looking at them in the eye and being like.
0: And actually there's also the act of uh, embodying that. The, again, that comes back to authenticity. The Because like, I could show someone my, my attention, but it's just like listening to them unenthused. But there's a difference when I'm like actually looking them in the eyes and and I and I have this like <laughs> three in one kind of thing of like you're on a surface level with me, you have got the same middle level, and you're the same at the very deepest as me. Mm-hmm. And there's the, all of that happening at the same time, where you feel totally connected with someone. Mm-hmm. And that's there's all these you know there's so many different layers of experience. And
1: have you ever the... um, done eye gazing before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so a good trip. like that's what yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I've had like experiences just with eye gazing where person's face like morphs before my eyes it's bizarre but it's just Mm. so crazy how maintaining that eye contact with somebody you can just feel them like you can feel Mm. uh Mm. that person so so strongly yeah i think that's like it's it's such a beautiful thing Mm. i just think we need to connect more Mm. you know hug Mm. more or whatever like yeah Mm. I mean I've never been much of a hugger usually like I never really got a lot of affection growing up so whenever someone would hug me I'd kind of freeze up a little Mm. but lately as I've been sort of starting to love myself a bit more I was like I do CrossFit and I was helping my friend stretch the other day and I mean we weren't even like hugging or anything but just touching her I was like man that feels good. <laughs> like, it feels yeah. like just yeah. to like be touched. Uh, it's, yeah. So,
0: it's really important, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, what, what's your um, feeling on, you know, with that thing of like, we, we both are obviously on the same ground that we feel like we, people need help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like like you said before, the author, or authority-based society is operating so well, A, because of violence, but B, because people believe that, in the system, yep. and so therefore, like that's the biggest trick of it. Yeah. Um, but how do you, and how do you personally, not convince, but like help awaken other others to what's going on inside themselves, um, from I, what you see is going on inside themselves, based on your reality.
1: I I feel that, um, you know, all people need to do is have a look around in the world and see that. You know, we put all of our fault, fo- all these, all this hope into these people that we think are gonna that are gonna make everything better for us. It's like, yes, we'll we'll elect this president, we'll elect this prime minister, that will make it all better. And has it worked yet? No, like mm. it's not going to work. And the people, um, I guess, I just want to show people that the way that we're gonna be able to have that substantial change is when they start, like, actually questioning their own morality and their own yeah. integrity and making sure that they're – it's all about, I think, in, for, in, for, looking for, inwards. for people just ensuring that their their actions directly align with their what's going on to be their own personal truth. Mm. So, I mean, uh, and we all, like, for example, like mine, like just that, that quick example that I used earlier on was just – before, you know, it's so easy to sort of gossip about people behind their back, you know, even just being like, oh, what are they wearing today or whatever. Um, and it's so easy to sort of do it when you're in a group of people. But I know that whenever, like, I'd have done that in the past, that's not, a, that's not authentic because that's mm. not in line with what the true me would act. And mm. so it's all about, I think, taking a step back and listening to your heart a little bit, mm. listening mm. to your soul. Yeah in my opinion. (laughs) That's good. That's
0: good. Lovely stuff. And so what's next for you? Like, what are you feeling like? What's relevant for you right now? And what are you trying to work on in your own... What are you trying to take more responsibility for in your current journey and current state?
1: I'm just... Well, it's... It it all comes down to me just really trying to forgive my past, but I think that I've... um, I've actually over the past few few days, even it's a, I've had a major shift in the past few days, and I've felt mm. that and um, just letting go of all the the stuff that no longer serves me, and just completely forgiving the past, and mm. um, essentially starting myself off as a clean slate with no ties to how the old me used to be mm. and how my past used to be, those um, f- feelings and and stuff like.
0: What's your practices for that?
1: For that, when I the what I do is I just I've learned to just sit with myself. So, for example, if a an emotion comes up, like an unfavorable one, like anxiety or something like that, I'll I'll the old me would have been like, oh shit, I'm feeling anxious, like do something to distract myself and anything to avoid feeling the emotion. Mm. And I feel like a lot of us do anything to get out of our bodies. You know, we do drugs and and just drink anything to distract ourselves from being with ourselves. And so what I started doing is I just it, I would just be with myself and when I was feeling the emotion I'd try and I would close my eyes and I'd pinpoint where the emotion was in my body. I would try and describe its texture, like its density, uh just every I would just try and nitpick away that emotion and give it give it the um acknowledgement that it wants because I've started the way that I've Started to view my not not so not so desirable emotions <laughs> is I like to see them now as imagine a little child like sort of tugging at you wanting attention mm. you wouldn't turn it away mm. you've got to see these emotions like sadness anger uh, and and all those emotions that we don't want to feel we've got to see them as that little child that just wants some love mm. like they, it just wants love and so when you actually give the emotion time to breathe and allow yourself to feel the sensations mm. and not attach a story to it because that's mm. the biggest mm. problem that we do is that we feel an emotion we feel angry right yeah and we attach reasons to why we're angry yeah. and then we create this big shit storm in our head and it just fuels that yeah. anger when the reality is emotions are just emotions they come and go like mm. a wave you know
0: that's really powerful. I, I've found that really, I can relate to that practice as well. Like in the, the problem of creating a story around the feeling, like just honing on that for a moment. Like st- as soon as we wrap a story around, around why we're feeling a certain way, mm-hmm. it instantly just prolongs and detours the healing of that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right, it's just the acknowledgement. Like I find if I just sit into the, if so I'm feeling shitty. <sighs> I'm feeling shitty. I'm feeling shitty because I'm feeling dissatisfied with my relationships in my life, particularly this one. Um, and and come back, I feel shitty. You know, like just yeah. come back to the feeling and keep sitting in it and keep sitting in it, keep sitting in it and just feeling it and sitting in it and feeling it and sitting in it. And that, like having that little feedback loop, it just dissipates. It, and, and, it's yeah. like you shine light on it and on the darkness and it, it's it no dissipates. longer there. Cause, exactly. Because there's light
1: where i feel like sometimes our biggest problem is we're like oh i feel shitty i'm unsatisfied in this relationship oh my god what did they do today yeah yeah go? yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. i'm and that's then, how you and, do then a story. and then yeah. you convince you, and then you you put, make up these stories in your head because you want to feel justified in staying in that shitty emotion right is you, that it? Yeah, yeah we well, want
0: to stay in it yeah we? the yeah well, rascals that's, that we <laughs> well that's
1: we are well that's what i think i feel no, like i think you're right i feel like sometimes we the, the You know, as much as we say that we don't like pain, sometimes I feel like we love it.
0: Oh, we're sick motherfuckers. Yeah.
1: Because it's like, you know, we can step out of it at any time we choose, but we choose to stay in it because, you know, we come up with these stories that make us feel justified because it keeps us in that victim mentality, keeps mm. us in the poor me mentality, mm. just giving our power away constantly. Mm. Um,
0: Why do we like that? Like, uh, I, might- I feel
1: like we're programmed to be like that. Because yeah, it's, it's part profitable of a, yeah, to yeah, be that way.
0: Yeah, it's profit. I mean, but that's like, but biologically, it goes way earlier than profit. I think it's it's probably more something to do. I mean, why do I do it? I think I, it's pretty my insatiable desire to learn or understand or um, it's some it's something that I think is in, inherently evolutionary. Mm-hmm. But it's becoming inefficient in this area if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like because i think we must want to do that for reason we want to understand i mean it's also must be from fear must be a complex fear thing Mm -hmm. because like in tribals social your social rank is i.e., so if something shit's going on in your life in your relationship it means that you could get kicked out your tribe and uh, exiled to death really Mm -hmm. um so you always want to have a good social ranking in your tribe um i.e. so you want, so you create stories around if you're not getting respected or Something around in your relationship, you know, I'm kind of spitting around the dark here, but yeah, I feel no, like no, I no. feel like what we the, the our, our motivation for it is something much old, more ancient,
1: yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely, I feel like it's something that is ingrained in our DNA, yep, We agree on that one, yeah, <laughs> ingrained in our DNA, and, that, and that's where it comes back to, I guess, a lot of the times. And and I am a big believer too, is that we're we're all because when you, like we just spoke about earlier, essentially, our wish it's a big collective consciousness, mm. like we're all sharing the same sea of of consciousness yep. so what what happens though is people are so identified with their mind mm. and so a thought comes into their mind and they think that it's actually their thought but mm. it's like our thoughts oh. aren't really our oh. own you can't Holmes,
0: uh, no. <laughs> you
1: can't trust your mind. Um,
0: that was one of my biggest revelations, oh, like I had about three or four when I came out of depression that caused me to come out of depression but one of them was like after I started to meditate I was like wait a minute I didn't ask that thought to come into my mind. Mm -hmm. It just came. That means it's like my digestive system. It just works on its own accord. I was like... That ain't me? Exactly. Well, <laughs> can't be me? When
1: I when I started sitting with my emotions, like another experiment that I just would do is when I was sitting with my emotions and just feeling, just a, giving myself the permission to feel, yeah. I um also did the same with my thoughts, like just sat there and I was the witnesser of the thoughts rather than being the thoughts. Yeah, good. And when I was doing that, like so like I think such random shit. I'm like, yeah. "What? Like what <laughs> you know, when you are actually consciously you know, are aware of your thoughts, mm. you realise how ridiculous some of them are and you can just drop them and let them go. Mm. But the thing is, I think that a lot of people are heavily identified mm. with their, their oh, thoughts. Create ego, yeah.
0: like create character the, around them. The ego, them. it's yeah. literally,
1: it's just like they're so engulfed in that ego consciousness mm. when our consciousness is so much more than the ego. I think the mm. ego is definitely very important, It's all, but it's all about that yin and yang, the mm. balance. Mm. Um, well,
0: ego in itself is actually, I, I sense... Um, neutral. It, it, it's, it's, ego is just our self awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So it, we could feel that if, if a, a Buddha or, or a guru, their ego is just enlightenment, mm-hmm. you know, like, because that's what they're actualizing into this mm-hmm. reality. Um, so in that sense, ego is, I, th- I feel like that's another misunderstood word, like God is, yeah. um, that needs a refresh.
1: Yeah, mm. I agree with that. Very good. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: it's interesting. Mm. So, and then, so tell me about your work. Um, So, what 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 are you passionate about and why do you do what work you do?
1: So, um... What do you do? Well, I'm a graphic designer. That's my... I know you said
0: it before, but I'm just trying to get it on record.
1: It's my my paying job. It's what gives me my clothes and my food and my house. (laughs) Um, And I definitely do love uh, it to, like, some extent. Um, I love doing uh, creative design, Mm. but, I mean, I work in marketing at the moment. Mm. So, um... It's not as fulfilling as I obviously, you know, mm. most designers would like to be doing something. It, it wouldn't everyone like to be doing yeah. something just more creative all the time. <laughs> um,
0: but you're on one step to, on your journey, and you've probably got something else around the corner.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just I know that I I can actually feel it. I was like something is is going to shift. Right. Something's going to change because my passion is my my spirituality has been. My passion, so mm. I've got my um blog and my podcast that I talk about it's so what just are they called exploring consciousness, so yep. the blog is exploring consciousness, and the um podcast is exploring consciousness, right. and it's essentially just me sort of exploring my own consciousness i guess <laughs> through based on um my own personal experiences like I kind of uh in my talkings, I come to a lot of epiphanies and sort of revelations along the way, but I encourage anybody that's listening that disagrees. To, to disagree because mm. go and find your own truth because what I say is not going to resonate on every single level because mm. obviously mm. I, you know, come from a different set of values, beliefs, mm. experiences mm. than the next person. Mm. And so that is what I, I'm super passionate about and mm. I write poetry and it's a, it's a very vulnerable b- blog. Like I've, I'm very open in it, but um, that's been a really healing process for me and learning to love myself and my sensitivity and Mm. and being really authentic with myself and showing people the real me because I feel like for the longest time I've never showed people the real me until I started doing this blog and podcast because it was when I started writing um, and speaking about it that I started to like not give a shit if people uh, liked me or not. But I've found it's had like, you know, by doing that so many more people have you know it's mm. been like oh my god Cody I listen to your podcast I love it and I'm like I've had su- such amazing connections from it mm. um so it just shows how like being authentic and vulnerable like I mean I this opportunity came because of being open mm. to mm. to those anything. kinds of anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, but exploring yourself, yeah exactly, and exploring others, yeah, that's yeah. cool.
1: It sort of came out of the blue. It was really really nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's funny how it works, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. I, I I'm that's why I'm struck by at the moment is this sense of um, just the diversity and everyone's on their own journey and and the beauty or the or love really lies in the glue between you know c- coming in communion over our different journey. We've had a different journey. Mm-hmm. We're on different stages, but we like. There's, we have this understanding or open ear and and wanting to listen to each other's other's story, because um, that's where I mean selfishly that's where I learn the most if I'm listening. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I I just love this kind of communion and um and exploration and I feel like that I really feel like the world needs that. Like I, I feel like I want to pour that on Islam. I want to pour that on all the hate. Mm-hmm. I want to pour that on on all the di- I only say Islam because they, it's commonly linked to terrorism yeah. at the moment and whatnot. But um, I want to just pour on everything to, you know, like encourage conversations where people can softly come together and um, and there's everyone's leaning. May we always lean in towards trying to understand one another.
1: Exactly. I, I, also, I read this quote recently too. It was just, it was, I can't remember it word for word, but it was basically the it implied how if we were all to just sit with each other just for a few minutes and talk to each other about our suffering mm. there would be no war because or oh, <laughs> yeah. because we yeah. were just like like shit i get it like you know because we all have this like perceived idea on how we think people are and wh- who we think they are and it causes so much un Uh, unneeded hate, because Mm. no one really knows, like, I don't really know you, Mm. like, you don't really know me, and, Mm. you know, there's if we were to sit down with anybody and just be like, tell me your life I can guarantee you'd walk away from that conversation loving that person Mm.
0: and Mm. it's sort of, you know. And uh, and that comes to intent, I guess, if people genuinely want to, I mean, I think the reality is as well, I mean, speaking from personal experience as well, my reality when I'm when I'm in a state of suffering, I don't really give many fucks about other people. Mm-hmm. Like, so, of course, these people operating from fear and um, the complexity of fear and the war and the economies and everything that it feeds off like a parasite. When I'm in that state, I know what it's like, so I can feel like I can see what's going on with it, but I, I'm not really in a place to... Like, even when I was in the height of my depression or the depths of my depression, I... My my girlfriend was loving me unconditionally, incredibly well. Like she was giving all she could, cap- was capable of giving, and still I couldn't feel the love. It wouldn't transform me, mm-hmm. and so I feel and like that, that says a lot.
1: I had the exact same thing recently. I um, I was dating somebody, and I was this was earlier this year, and I was in a really dark place. Meaning, like whenever we were together, I would just lay on the bed, staring at the ceiling, crying, like and should be like what can i do to help you like just tried like everything mm. to try and mm. help me but no matter how much someone loves you like it's it's you that needs to pull yourself out of that yeah. no one no no amount of love that anyone else could give you will ever be um, a, a, an adequate substitute for the love that you need to give to yourself and that is mm. um,
0: Perfectly, you same. know. I yeah. feel like
1: a lot of us need to really understand that yeah. because that was my biggest problem. Is yeah, I, I was, I would, I was so depressed, and I was like, oh, as long as someone's loving me, then I'll feel like a little bit better. But it got to a point where nothing was working. Like you could mm. have just given me everything, and I just was sobbing and crying. Mm. And that's, you know, w- it was again that the the suffering becomes so much that your your being is forced to crack open it then and mm. start. Finding that because mm-hmm. it's either you stay yep. in the suffering or you go in and you find the love.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great, isn't it? Mm. Isn't that great? Yeah. I, I, and fuck, it just it it enables like so much growth and so much power, and like you look back on it and go, that was the that was the greatest achievement of my life. Exactly. You know, like and it's, but when you're in it, it just. It's so dark. It's so all consuming. You can't see the light. Mm-hmm. And I suppose it's like getting thrown in a hole physically. And then what what's the analogy I'm trying to figure out? <laughs> I feel like you're digging. Absolutely. Yeah. Dig- I feel
1: like it's almost like just getting chucked into a void yeah. and being like, "Good luck. Like, fine. Good good luck finding your way out of here." Um, but that's the thing like in order to in order to achieve the the like higher levels of consciousness, you need to go into the void and find your own light and mm. like your own mm. way out. And sometimes I mean, and that's the, the scary thing is, no one can say how long you're going to be in that void for. Because mm. I was in there for like, tw- I'm 25 this year. I feel like I've been in the void pretty much like most of my life, mm. and it's only sort of now that I'm like, I'm actually feeling so powerful within myself after really learning to love myself and I just walk around and, you know, I was one of those people that would jump from relationship to relationship to relationship because I thought that, you know, my worth was based on someone else's ability to love me. Mm. Um, But, you know, I'm single, I'm just... Everything is the complete opposite of what I used to do, and I'm the happiest I've ever been. Mm, mm. And it's just
0: so you're operating from a state of fulfillment. Sounds like yeah, hundred percent. So therefore, the 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 reward is just now. That's it. (laughs) You don't need to gain anything. Exactly.
1: And it's all about that. To to, like, have you you've heard of the law of attraction, right? And manifesting and such. And in order to manifest what you want in life, you already need to be embodying that feeling. So, you know. If you're constantly like, oh, I wish, I wish I had a really good car, I wish I had a really good mm. car. Mm. The universe is like, okay, we're, like you, you're you're mm. manifesting mm. already from mm. a place of lack because mm. you feel like you don't have it. Mm. So the universe is answering that by not giving it to you. Yeah, giving it's you, it's giving, giving you exactly you energy, what you which want. Is lack. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, if, whereas if like you know, for example, you know, um,
0: it's also with non-attachment. Like when you. I mean, I find it's like this is what I want. This is this is what, and it's it's almost the, like this effortless. Of course, it will come to fruition, but it's it's a non. It yeah. doesn't feel selfish or wanky. It feels like. Your your intention is really good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's know? like if if I get it, like sweet. But yeah. if I don't, I feel like I already have it anyway. Yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It's like yeah,
0: wonderful. Or the universe might gift it in a way that you didn't expect. Exactly. Because really, what you're focusing on is the energy of what you mm-hmm. want, not the not the fi- actual materialization. M- yeah.
1: Wow, that's yeah. powerful. I'd yeah. never even like that's. I like the way that you've worded that. Yeah, um,
0: yeah that's why. It's that's so why. True, it's been because for it me. is. It
1: is the energy of it, right? Mm. It's, you know.
0: Mm. and that's what I actually love about I've always like even when I was Christian and felt like I was gifted something or like and when I I say gifted I mean like something someone checked in with me when I was feeling low and it was like a gift where'd that come from that's beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, and I still feel like that's a common thread from not being Christian but like being more open to everything and being all of the all of the religions at once (laughs) and atheists at once (laughs) Um, I feel like that's the still thing that I find beautiful about life equally is when something is gifted to me, like the universe or God or like divine, whatever mm-hmm. has this um, nature that wants to has a sense of humor and also surprise you. Yeah. And I find like that it's just, Beautiful how it operates like that. It's,
1: well, the, it's it's so funny. Like, just even like this, what we're doing right now, because this sort of talking openly about this with other people makes me feel so full, mm. like so full. <laughs> and so it's so funny how it all happened because when I met Scotty, mm. he was like, we're talking over lunch, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you need to meet this guy. Like, you guys are just going to, like, you'll get it off so well. <laughs> and then it just all sort of like, you know, the way when you were like – would you like to come and do a podcast? I was like, "Fuck yeah, I would!" Like, it's just it's like
0: <laughs> I loved our instantaneous. It, yeah, and make it
1: like just sitting and talking about it. Just made... I couldn't think of a more exciting way to spend my night. So it's just, and it is all about energy. It's mm, like mm. I walk away from this feeling so good, mm, mm. and and just
0: uh, filled up, and like you've grown. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel the same. It's just
1: like that. It's like I can feel it now. It's like just a nice, like. Warm feeling mm. in my heart, mm. and it's just it's, isn't it
0: wonderful? Mm. It's nice to just even sit on that for a moment and go, yeah, that's what that's the that's why we're doing this, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. That's why we're both, and
1: yeah. that's what that's what I also like in my the reason why I like to share my journey publicly is to inspire people just to do this stuff that makes them feel alive, like mm. being to be you know a great person. You don't have to be spiritual. You don't have to like freaking. Cleanse your crystals or mm. things, things like that. If you want to do that, sure, do it. I do it. I love it. Mm-hmm. But you don't need those things to to mm. feel sort of. Um uh, this feeling is just do whatever makes you feel alive mm, mm. what makes you you your intuition whole.
0: yeah like what you can co- charm towards the, what, exactly what
1: exactly because naturally if you're doing something that you're feeling so fulfilled and passionate in and and, and it makes you feel wholesome that gives off an energy just from mm, your being and mm. that is helping people. Mm, That's being mm. of service to people. That's changing people.
0: Totally. Like
1: for, I when when I met Scotty that day there was a couple there as well and I was watching them across the table and they were just so in love. Like you could just see it, <laughs> you could feel it just coming off them how in love they were. Mm. And they weren't doing anything other than being in love and that made me feel really freaking good. I was That's like, awesome. I want to be the slices of cheese in that sandwich. Like <laughs> <laughs> I get my
0: piece. Yeah, <laughs> you just wedge yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: be like, oh, <laughs> hey guys, What's <laughs> some of that? But yeah, it's just it just shows how like it's people that are people that are really in line with themselves and really doing what they love is infectious, and yeah. that is what is going to b- brings out the love in others. You don't mm. need to go to people and be like, "Oh, you need to do this. It's just mm. just be you, do what you love." Um, and
0: I love I it's love I feel yeah. like the th- little theme that jumped out then with what you're saying is like and what we just talked about is that there's fo- the focus, I mean, in the same as Tesla is focused on everything is vibration and energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that tra- that law of nature or law of science or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. corresponds to what we're talking about now, which is our focus on energy or the 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 intention is about the energy and not the manifestation or the materialization of that energy mm-hmm. and so when we focus on that we 're already winning you exactly. kind of, and it's and it's I feel like there's something really powerful in that where it's just like we should for, forever stay in that space of focusing on the energy mm-hmm. because when we 're operating like that, I feel like whether we're, we're the gatekeeper and the master of consciousness because we can um we're like this power station with this vessel of as it, a body, and
1: and when and when you stay in, I guess in in just the energy of it, naturally your environment because your environment is just materializes, it just materializes for yeah. you because you, your your perceivable reality is just a direct reflection of the vibration you're holding within yourself. Yep. So if you're holding that loving vibration within yourself, then. Everything you do is going to be loving. Like you yeah. walk down, you look at a piece of cement and you don't even yeah. need to be tripping on acid. God, you love that You're cement. are just like, yeah, that's a good-looking rock. <laughs> it's true because you know, yeah.
0: everything is absolutely, everything is nature. Exactly. Even the things yeah. that man's have trickily engineered themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> it
1: is. And that's, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful thing to, to feel. And I just, want it, I just want everyone to feel this yeah, way, like yeah. to feel... Just you go outside and sometimes like I feel like the people we work in a building similar to this one with mm. lots of just windows where you can see the sky. Yeah. And I just sit at my desk sometimes and I'd just be like, guys, look at the clouds. <laughs> like we, It's like a renaissance painting in our sky. Do <laughs> you not seeing this? And they're just kind of like, righto, Cody. Because like, I'm just always known as just that, you know, that eccentric spiritual yeah. person. That's just like, all right, yeah. shut up with your love. Yeah, like, yeah. we get it. Yeah.
0: I'd, lo- I'd <laughs> love to try to integrate that. Like for anyone that's that is not into consciousness and spirit, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and has still got this far in the podcast, I mean, bravo, well yeah. done. You're obviously around <laughs> for a reason. But um, if you have, I'd love to kind of like elaborate a bit on like trying to integrate that this understanding of what we uh, are clearly aware of um, from our own reality point of view of consciousness and um, spirit and kind of, I suppose, try to integrate it into to maybe another mind that is... It sees it as woo woo, or sees it as whatever you know. Like, mm-hmm. for as a starting point on that, I'd feel like for me, spirit, spirituality, spirit, spirit is just the essence of what you sense or got a vibe about someone. You could call it a vibe or something else. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it, we it would be nice to try to not de-evolve it, but like kind of shift into an, another perspective so it can be more palatable.
1: Exactly, I I agree too because I feel like the way I guess. The way that it's the way that we're talking about it now, and like relaying, I guess these terminologies, it's mm. it, it's been so warped and stuff within like just as throughout the centuries that I feel like people are just instantly detached from it. So the mm. second, I mean, mm. I was the same. The second that anyone would just say the word God to me, mm. like if if like maybe about two years ago, instantly my mom would just shut off because I'd be mm. like, Pff, whatever, like mm. shut up about God. Like mm. where now. I 100% do believe in God, but I do, I believe in God as just being an omnipresent
0: so it's not, energy. Like, so, yeah. Well, so the, and the, then I would call that not belief. I would call that you, your experience with the energy. Yeah. That you call God.
1: Yeah. Because I well yeah I uh, would you or well, I will.
0: I it would, doesn't require belief. I would agree, I would agree
1: because I don't I don't like to um, confine myself to belief systems because my mm. as I my consciousness evolves, I'm constantly needing to drop away. Um, belief systems anyway, so I don't really like to attach myself Mm. to anything in particular. I just Mm. like to use, I guess, Points as like, like posts to point mm-hmm. me, you know, and just and of,
0: even on that. Sorry, just to interject on that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not actually my opinion or my perspective. Is that it's not that your consciousness is evolving, it's actually that consciousness is consciousness, and your body is evolving into a higher state of of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah true. And I'm sure that's I'm sure that's what you meant. Yeah, but I ex- feel like I well, that's the
1: that, that's the thing because at the end of the day, have you heard of Alan Watts? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and because you know he he all his lectures just say how you know, we we don't need to really... Un- we already know ourselves. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. that idea of becoming better people and doing all this thing is essentially like just...
0: Coming home. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, think this is about, if you want to find a good motivation, this is just getting to know yourself. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... I mean, that's what it is for me. It's like understanding myself better, yeah. know, and knowing that, my actions.
1: And that, cause that's exactly... And that's what I feel like God is. I feel like God and... and go, Going home, going, making your way back to God, which is, I guess, all the religion. To yourself as it's, well. It's yeah, all thing. it is, all it is, It's in my opinion, is to um, be aligning yourself with the unconditional love that already exists within you. That's, mm, mm, to me, what God is. Mm, it's the unconditional mm, love that already exists within which myself. Which is
0: you because yeah. you are manifested of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm, mm. But I think we've just, you know, we've all forgotten how. Mm. Our true potential. We have, power. and, and,
0: and it's, it's a testament. That's because of the culture we come up. With. It's because of the conditioning. It's all sorts, all sorts of things. And that's why I love this kind of. The, the other thing I love about this whole awakening that I feel like is happening globally with more and more people switching on. Donald Trump is facilitating that, and it, it, it's ex- he's actually accelerating it. People like him is accelerating it because he pr- he provides the extreme contrast it's, for you to, us to realize this stuff.
1: Exactly, because people are seeing it and they're like, "Holy shit!" Like. We need we to, wake, need up to wake up now. <laughs> exactly, it's almost like the universe conspired, like it to is. be like, yeah. Here's this like, thrilling. it
0: absolutely is, and,
1: and and it's to be that big push to make people realise that we cannot put our faith, our blind faith, into these people because, you know, it's the same. Just
0: devoiding ourselves of responsibility. Exactly,
1: it's and and it's the same with like any form of like. Worship, like celebrity mm, yeah, culture, religion, and, yeah, all those things. I we, mean,
0: if if practiced, yeah, uh, <laughs> in, in, with bad intent.
1: Yeah, exactly. But um, I feel like we <laughs> just, misinformed intent. That's the one. <laughs> well, I feel like we're putting um, we put all of our hope and into these these leaders. These we idolize these people. You know, we put them on these pedestals when we should be just like. You could just focus that energy and, like, put yourself on that pedestal. Like, mm, what what mm. makes Brad Pitt more important of a person than me? Like, nothing.
0: He's incredibly handsome.
1: Yeah, he's beautiful. <laughs> he's a beautiful man, that's for sure. But it's just, like, I guess that's just that, you know, we we constantly, yeah. you know, we see somebody that is of, a I guess, like a higher status and we think that we're lower than them. I mean, just mm. because they've been in a movie, I think that's mm. just so, such a – Really weird
0: it's funny. thing that it's funny. we do,
1: and we we do it so voluntarily. We're yeah. just like, oh, that that person's, you know, they've been on TV, so they're more important yeah. than me. Well,
0: and that, and I suppose what you point out there is the complexity of the, um, I suppose the not the disillusion, but the illusion or whatever. It's 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 the complexity of the structure of essentially fear or ignorance. And it's it's created this whole culture around it, so it's it's very it's very inter, interwoven into our biophysics and our brain, probably mm-hmm. because of the way we our neurons fire to respond to fear and respond to desire and like self-authored mm-hmm. desire, and so it's 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 I want to like take the approach of it personally that of not. Not leaning you know leaning towards this is funny, and the grand scheme of things is very much playing out, and it's lovely to even witness evolution take place as a collective consciousness and you know take the intensity off of no it's so bad that's it's fucked up, it must mm-hmm. change it because I feel like that activism just exhausts me, and I've been there and I've done that, and it doesn't
1: that's exactly and that's that's I couldn't agree with you more because that's what um I, uh, I was you watch it and it's not really making that much of a difference like you know it's it's. I love the intention and I can I know that people just well it's the same like,
0: energy yeah. of which they're, they're responding they're reacting yeah. it's not sorry a conscious response to it it's a reaction and so therefore it's the same fuel that you, they yeah. got spat on with. yeah
1: exactly it's the it's that back to the same the, the, the idea of you know you're manifesting from a place of lack like instantly yes. you're already you're just going to keep yes. adding fuel yeah. to the fire because you're responding yes with you're mirroring that energy so you're just going to get that energy in return. So you feel it
0: more, <laughs> yeah.
1: Whereas if we just sort of like you know took our egos out of it a little bit and we're just able to neutralise that energy somewhat, mm. then we would start seeing some change. Like you know, yeah.
0: What is it? Because because it, it, it's when you're in it, it's 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 almost like how the Christians talk about the devil is cunning. Mm-hmm. It's a cunning thing because you feel like you're doing something right. right. You're reacting to something that looks bad, but really you are the devil's going inside you with the energy and it's puppeteering a different form of it in a duali- dualistic duality.
1: exactly and, and that and it comes a point where and it's just it's just like beating two rocks against each other yeah, you're yeah. not you're not going to get anywhere but like-
0: you might start a fire with a fire yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly well, you're true, you're
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not really a good conclusion. but Sorry. because
1: i was like just um, before i came here i was just scrolling through my facebook and i saw um hack had done the you did you hear about that documentary that they're protesting it's like a men's rights documentary oh, okay. i guess but all the oh i've heard about that but yeah yeah but the like feminists are obviously protesting that but i just saw the br- video super briefly but they're, they're, the feminists are protesting with such anger. Mm. The men's rights activists are pro- protesting <laughs> with Sorry. such, su- funny. such, yeah. um, anger. And so it's like they think that, like, they're, they're making a difference, but they're actually not doing shit. Like, they're not doing anything. They're just making the, like, so much more hate and they're just going to get back exactly the same. And they're
0: using inequality to preach inequality. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally. And yeah. that's what, it's just what, what I just, uh, I find so ridiculous about it all. Um, like, we're, why? Why do we need to segregate ourselves from each other? Why do we need to keep slotting ourselves into these? Like, we're always at war with each other. Mm. You know, we don't need to be at like actual like bi- like pro- no guns. like the proper. do want to say proper war. Like, th- be actually in the war because. We're already at war within ourselves, and you know it's that divide and conquer. You keep the population against each other, and then the 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 control. We can be controlled, Mm. and that's the whole point of it. That's what the Black Lives Matter movement. All of these Mm. movements are to just keep us segregated in our little pockets, so we're at war with ourselves, Mm. and we'll never unite. And. Because the only way that we'll start seeing like a really, really big change is when we all start uniting yeah and but we all just want to fucking hate each other yeah. but that
0: takes a very intelligent state of consciousness to do really, because you have to transcend your own pain, transcend yeah. your own, have the wisdom or experience firstly experience mm. uh, wisdom, and then practice it
1: and that's <laughs> so, that's why I think so that- that's
0: too big. But I
1: think what's happening at the moment, I feel like I feel like there's gonna, especially within our lifetime, I feel like there's gonna be a really big acceleration in um, the evolving yeah. of consciousness. Because, like I was saying before, how we're all a part of that collective web, and so there's that. Have you ever heard of that like hundred monkey experiment or something? Yeah, yeah. Feel, yeah.
0: And so remind me. Know.
1: Well, it's kind of like the more like if you and I wake up, that sort of feeds into that pool of consciousness and naturally
0: yep. other people
1: um, that aren't other people that may not be as aware but just because there's so many people uh, awakening yeah, around them
0: yeah, the na- is, th- yeah. they're,
1: they're brought up
0: I love Alongside. that. Do you know much about the Vedic worldview or Vedism? No. Um, yes, yeah, so it's, it's it's the most ancient form of spiritual teaching on record, and it's mostly passed down through orally. Um, but there's a, m- a long lineage. It's uh, Maharishi took it to the west of transcendental meditation, and then made, got made into a church and whatnot. Um, but in its essence, it's, it just means wisdom or knowledge. Um, but they, they talk about yeah. The, a, 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 a number of people at any one time holding the collective consciousness in a state of hu- human 's collective consciousness, it only takes a small handful mm-hmm. to be able to hold it all in <laughs> in goodness mm-hmm. and but you 're right as these are more more accessing. It's like.
1: It's just naturally. It's like the people. going to go. And that's the thing. And, and, and that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. I mean, sure, there's been people out there that have had to really trudge through the muck and um, get their uh, consciousness elevated. Mm. But I, I think that what's going to slowly start happening is that there's going to be people that. They're able to just jump up um, a lot more rapidly, Easily, yeah. because they've got that that's collective consciousness to feed off to help them
0: support them. Yeah, so yeah, that's really interesting. So
1: you know, there's a I like to think that the people,
0: the pioneers, like
1: the people that are going through the awakening right now, like like people like you and me. um we're soon going to be like the people that are still residing in three-dimensional ego consciousness deeply when they start um, awakening i feel like they're going to just they're going to get up to, they're going to get up to this level so much quicker than we mm. ever did because they've got that support of the collective consciousness yeah. that's
0: yeah yeah that makes sense them. i could see that i don't know. Yeah. i mean and those i mean that's why i surround myself with already like a super awake motherfuckers. They've been meditating for like 30 years because mm-hmm. they help elevate me. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I can see that working.
1: I found that naturally just as as I started to sort of um, heighten my awareness, become more self-actualized, mm-hmm. um, just by default, the people that weren't there elevating that, uh, awareness Mm. just fell away because Mm. I, I'm a big believer in uh, the people that are in your lives and need to be matching the same vibrational frequency as you. And if they aren't matching your frequency, then they just, they just, yeah, drop away, you know? And I think that's why, you know, back to why I haven't been able to really talk to my, um, family all that much because it's just, I love them to bits, but
0: kind of just, it kind
1: of just dropped away. Like, Yeah. yeah. But and that's uh, not uh, but, to say it doesn't come back. It's yeah. just uh, you know. And that
0: I mean, for me, that's the trick of integration. Like, because like, f- just one thing I want to say on that first is that I feel like when we talk about like awakened or higher states of consciousness and stuff, it can sound it can sound a bit separating or um, putting people like. It sounds we're condescending, better. It and a bit that's condescending. what I
1: really hate saying things like. Ego, like, lo, like ego saying like, stuff, yeah. I hate saying sort of like, oh, I'm rising my consciousness, but it's what's happening because I don't want people to think that we're saying like, oh, we're smarter than you, we're more no. aware than you. It's definitely not that. At all
0: yeah, I suppose it's just words we're familiar with, but yeah, you're right it can be it can be um perceived as perceived as condescending because I I, I I feel like I'm on my journey other people on their journeys all e, both journeys are of equal worth they're just different journeys and it's not, not I don't have a judgment on others it's a, yeah really and truly I don't because it's it's it, it, it they all just are what they are, and there's a much smarter collective consciousness. I see or there's a you know it's a much bigger picture Mm -hmm. going on um and at the end of the day we're all a bunch of conscious beings on a rock in the middle of space just like (laughs) evolving in our own little way like fungi you know so so I think I I just want to really practice and lean into that uh, thing of integrating with those that aren't Um, For example, my girlfriend, she doesn't, she doesn't talk, you know, she's not a real quote unquote spiritual person. I I feel like she is because I I see her as that, Mm -hmm. Um, but she doesn't really, she doesn't meditate. She doesn't, um, she just eats what she wants, parties, you know, like, and, and I love her for it. And we've been together nearly two years and, and I love the process of integrating with her and, and seeing her as one and Mm -hmm. seeing her as me and and for her and honoring her path and respecting her path and listening to her path and I feel like doing that with my family for their own paths as well and i and I think that's that in me is the biggest need of my time is to integrate in that way mm-hmm. um with all yeah. <laughs> you know all
1: people i definitely i i um i agree i agree there i definitely feel though with with for me personally in all um Sometimes, like I, I with my friends and stuff, uh, I'm the exact same. Like I love, I just ap- appreciate them for who they like, just who they are, regardless of where they are at in their own personal life experience. Mm, mm. Um, it's just the the people in my life that uh, I feel. Um, I,
0: I know what you're trying to yeah, say yeah, I think like the, where, the like, toxic ones or like people that are detracting or yeah, or yeah. there's too much disharmony you yeah. got to put a boundaries
1: and that's it's all literally, it's all about setting healthy boundaries and healthy boundaries doesn't mean cut out forever it just means in small doses because um you know sometime, because we're
0: permeable beings we absorb them exactly, it, it
1: yeah. makes yeah if i'm around something that i'm not uh, if we're not just so far off the same page, it's exhausting. Yeah. It's really exhausting. Like you, you, everyone oh, knows what it's that. like to be around somebody that's a little bit draining. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's just yeah. what I was sort of meant with the. I like it. Uh, no, I, know, I think yeah. I know what you
0: meant. Mm-hmm. I think it's just good to clarify it because um, definitely because um, I mean yeah. like.
1: People listening, they can't. They're not seeing it. The dumbest fuck.
0: So that I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) Wait, I leave it in because you all know that I love you. Um, Yeah, it's just it's just that awareness for me of like um, yeah, just really realizing. Yeah, I just don't want to create separation. Mm -hmm. And and I also know truly on the deepest level, um, everything is just different. And there's
1: there's there's, there's no like. I agree. I just feel like where there's no, everyone thinks, I guess, you know, Oh, I'll get to enlightenment. I'll get there. and mm. you know, we're all sort of, you know, there's this strive for this destination that doesn't exist. It's like, mm. Oh yes, mm. I'll be good when I get
0: yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: When You never actually yeah. get there yeah. because all that you exists. You forget
0: about experiencing it now. Yeah. <laughs> all that
1: exists is now. Yeah. <laughs> the future doesn't exist.
0: Mm. So. I love that. That's, that's a really, that's a homecoming truth, in it?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I love it. I think it's really a really good chat. Mm. It's wonderful that we just met and then just can bang on and crack on for ages. I know
1: it's 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 fun. Just just (laughs) it's
0: fun. It's weird that we, but I suppose it's not really weird. And probably in not your perspective either, we do this. Probably I do this normally as well. But Mm -hmm. I think because I like this kind of the excitement of me and someone I've never met before having a conversation about anything and everything with. and exploring and getting to know one another and listening and, and be and sharing as well.
1: Yeah, I love it too because it just it also you know seeing other hearing other people's views and the way that you word things, mm. it's um, really humbling because it, it like I can take away and change the way that like I word things in order to convey my message like a little bit more clearly. The
0: essence of your yeah, message. Yeah, because
1: sometimes you know it's language is such a constricting sort of thing. Um, it's hard to fully articulate sometimes what I'm meaning because a lot of the my experience and stuff is based on a feeling and, a, and mm. just a knowing mm. rather than mm. an logical and conceptual intellectual <laughs> sort of analysis of mm. what's going on. So it's just really nice to hear like your your way of saying things.
0: It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> That's, beautiful. That's a beautiful <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> your way of saying things is nice. Because <laughs> it's actually discerning. Um, it's not denying the, the, the fact that we are one anyway, and <coughs> I am you, and i you're extended self, and I'm extended self for you. It's just saying your way of saying things is nice. Is it? It's like the <laughs> yeah. shell of what your being is, kind Because, of like,
1: yeah, I mean, like, what we're both saying, you know, the same thing, yeah. but we're just wording it in different, different ways, so yeah, yeah. you know, other brains can process it in yeah. the way that they need to. Yeah. But
0: and I think I think it's also just to touch on that thing again of like the more we converse with other people, quote unquote, integrate with. Um, different minds, different worldviews, different feelings, different part journeys, um, the more um, – I'm fascinated by it, to be honest, because I I love the area of going, what's the common truth? What's the universal truth here Mm -hmm. between us two? Um, Where are you at? And how is is me crossing your path relevant for your growth and for my growth? Mm -hmm. And um, like when when we come together with that attitude – there can only be, say, fundamentally kindness and curiosity. can only be
1: positive. Yeah. Like, only <laughs> yeah. be positive. And yeah. you see everybody, that's how I like to conduct my life, is I see every single situation and interaction as a lesson, mm. you know, even if it's just as, like, shitty as sitting in traffic. And I get, re- like, you know, I sit in traffic and I get so pissed off, but I'm like, this is kind of, you know, teaching me patience. Like, what am I really in a rush for? Mm-hmm. Why do I need to get home so quickly? Great. And, yeah. Um, and
0: sometimes you're just like, fuck up,
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is 90% of the time I'd say I'm like that. The 10% of the time I'm all wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, but- yes, there's a, there's a deeper meaning to this, Cody. The other 90% I'm like, fuck this. I want to get home and have my dinner. <laughs> but that's I mean, so good. I'll try to be enlightened. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm going to speak about the good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. I can relate to that. Mm. Well, thank you, Cody.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Lovely. Thank you to
1: everybody that's been listening. Yeah,
0: thanks to Scotty for randomly connecting us. Yeah,
1: thank you, Scotty. And thank
0: you for you for taking the risk.
1: Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Thank you. you, Thanks, everyone. (laughs)